comes the, here comes the, y'all don't really worry like what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Moneyline Madness Podcast. I am your host, Matt Cherko, alongside my boy, Andy B. Andy, how we feeling on this lovely Friday morning? Uh, mixed vibes, for sure. Mixed vibes, certainly. Uh, excited for the uh, prospect of a good weekend, but uh, tough not to think this was a pretty tough week for our uh, sports teams. Yeah, nah, all around it was kind of upsetting like just really not what you want to see in the world of sports so i mean new york baseball had been doing so well like we were on such a good good streak and you know i mean even my last two and a half three weeks i mean you could even say since the all-star break have been rough but now you know you guys losing to that series to the braves you know things are uh you know we're coming back down to earth a little bit yeah both teams had a pretty cool moment this week when you guys hit the walk-off grand slam when the Mets had Beatty Homer early and, and win that game, even though they almost tried to blow it. Uh, both teams had good moments, but really outside of that, probably the worst week of the year for uh, New York baseball. Luckily, both teams are still in first place with eh, not sizable leads for the Mets anymore, but leads. Yeah, yeah no, they're, they're lucky they were playing at such a, a steady and hot rate, in, yeah. you know. June and July that they were yeah. able to do have a skid like this because yeah. honestly if it was any other team in the league you know you're looking at dropping the ball entirely so oh yeah oh yeah all right but we are uh we're talking not only baseball today but we're gonna be talking basketball because the NBA national TV schedule came out last night and there's a couple things that just we want to talk about that we think are hilarious um obviously Donovan Mitchell news we are seeing Danny Ainge he he likes a lot what he's hearing from That's... these other teams and so um take it Danny Ainge just why don't you take it if you yeah. like it a lot take the deal yeah, I, I don't understand it. Like, if you like something an awful lot, I take that. So, obviously, that's a very untrue. It's a hoax. Uh, it is just straight yeah. up not true. Like, he's so desperately begging for anybody to, like, help him out and, like, offer something. But Leon yeah. Rose is holding holding tough. And we know that we have the best offer. And we know that we're, yeah. we're chilling. If Danny Ainge really doesn't want to send him to the Knicks... Send him to uh, Charlotte, get Gordon Hayward back in Utah, get a couple first-round picks, make everybody in Utah very happy. Other oh, than that, really God. nothing. That's other stinky. That, other than that, just take the Knicks offer so <laughs> if I can you're stop a Utah hearing fan, about it. If you're things. a Utah fan, are you taking a, a like a emotionally you know attached Gordon Hayward? It, over like three other first round picks that you could be getting from New York just because you are. Well, no, if I'm a fan, I'd be pissed, but I don't know if Danny Ainge, how Danny Ainge feels. If da- Danny Ainge clearly doesn't want to send him to the Knicks, he has, he had the opportunity for two months now and he hasn't done it. So I don't know what's, what's uh, holding them back. I would assume it's, it's Quentin Grimes. It's not another deal. Like it's, it's not another deal because there's nobody else that has anything worthy. No, the Knicks not have even, first not round even pick close. Like, it's I don't want Gordon Hayward on my team. That's for sure. Like, I mean, if he wants to take the vet minimum, maybe, and just like sit behind well, I mean, three other the only rookies. Reason, like, the only reason you trade him is because their salaries are probably the same. I think Gordon makes the same as Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> Which is pretty sad. Don't look, get me everywhere away well, from Gordon, that. Gordon makes $30 million a year. I want to be very clear with everybody. He yeah, signed a that's... four-year, $120 million deal. Which truthfully wasn't even like... 
I mean, it was a lot of money, but w when he got that injury, you know, like it wasn't anything too, too crazy I mean, at the time. He only signed that because not that we need to get into why Gordon Hayward signed for so much money, but he, yeah. he only signed that because the Celtics were dangling him in trade rumors uh, with Indiana. And then he, Michael Jordan decided to say, fuck it. And overpaid a guy with a bum ankle. So that's yeah, how that happened. I, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's for another time. Utah, but Utah's really, I, I don't want to say misplaying their hand, but they, they probably they, are. They're just, he's eating time and he's running yeah. out of time to eat. It's getting to Training that point. Training start, what, end of early like September? like two, three weeks. Yeah, early yeah, September. Yeah, so he's, he's got, uh, you know, it, it's getting to that time. He had that month of stagnancy where he could afford to just sit on his hands and not do anything because it was the summer, so it was the offseason. Nobody's really expecting much. And he kind of got lucky with the Kevin Durant situation that that kind of also slowed down the pace of the NBA's offseason moves. But now he's running out of time, and he's visibly looking – for scrambling, you know, for any other thing that he could uh, he could get from other teams, but it's yeah. just it's not happening. And the Knicks have the best offer. So I'll bring I'll bring this up to you. We heard about LeBron too, who signed a nice extension. Congratulations to him, almost fifty million a year. He's amazing. Yep. Um, yep. But he, he said that he's uh, been pretty much told that they're willing to trade anything to get Kyrie. Which trade happens first? Does Donovan Mitchell wear a Knicks jersey first at a press conference? Or does Kyrie get given a, a Lakers jersey because they're not having a press conference for him? Donovan Mitchell is definitely wearing a Knicks jersey before Kyrie is a Laker. But both of them happen, in, in my opinion, relatively sooner than well, later. I think this this week is like the week that, uh, uh, what was it, five years ago I think it was, that Kyrie got traded to Boston. So I know that there are trades that still happen this late. It's very rare. But on, I think the Chris Paul trade happened years ago this late as well. I think we might take two or three trades that are pretty, that are going to change the course of the season. We're going to see them in late August to early September. Because I think as soon as Kyrie gets traded, KD's out there too. Oh, yeah. 100%. I don't know what the hell's happening with KD at this point. There's... The problem is, is, and I said, I think I've said this many times, the Rudy Gobert trade ruined it. Like, it ruined basketball for right now. It did. It like, the whole market is just toast. Nobody they, knows what to offer it for anybody. If they get Gobert for, like, two or three first-round picks, those guys are probably already traded. But, unfortunately, they got him for, what, what was it, six? Five or six first-round picks? So, yeah. I don't know. It's it's so silly that that deal even happened. For, for Rudy Gobert, it ruined the course of basketball. For the second time, Rudy Gobert did this. No, yeah. I mean, he's he's a scumbag. He, it is yeah, what it is. Nobody, nobody really likes Rudy Gobert. No. Like, is anybody... Does he have fans no. anywhere? Besides, I hope like, not. Maybe well, France. France. Probably like, France, you know, yeah. Besides France. But they're all Evan Fournier fans, too, now. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Because we're all adults at this point. Yeah. But, um... Rudy Gobert, like... Nobody... After the Rudy Gobert trade, nobody wants to be the team that gets fleeced you know no like they don't want nobody wants to make that first somebody trade. already was yeah so. and be the team that gets you know reamed because uh because yeah if you want kd now you're gonna have to give seven not, not even seven probably nine first round picks and nobody has that so yep. it's just yeah yep. it's so silly it's so silly that the, the course of the nba all season pretty much ended after the Rudy Gobert trade, which I would have never imagined. And let's talk about, you know, the blatant um, kind of move of the national TV schedule that <laughs> is showing the Jazz only have one national TV game. Like, that was 
uh, just so obvious. Like, Adam Silver knows the deal is already basically in place. And where would that game be? It's the Utah Jazz have one national TV game, and it's against the New York Knicks in it's Madison a, Square it's Garden. The, it's the MSG game? Okay. Like, come Surprise on. Surprise not the Utah game. Yeah, they, they made it pretty obvious. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be. If it's not, I don't know why they would do that, but if it's not now, it would be by trade deadline day. And I think it was the second game outside of the after the trade deadline is Jazz, Knicks. I mean, they've set it up. They, they're really good at that type of stuff. I mean, I know. Oh, they years know. Ago, years ago, what was it? Was it Russell Westbrook started against Oklahoma City? I know Kyrie started his uh, Celtic career against Cleveland, like, they're good at those types of things. They know what they're doing over there. They know exactly what they're doing. And actually, I'm sorry, it's our, it's November 15th. So it's it's re- actually pretty early in the season, and it's in yeah. Utah. There you go. So, so they're the, expecting the other one that I was thinking was February 7th. That is, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's an MSG, but not on national TV. There you go. I, was, uh, I don't know. I'm. I'm, I'm going to be honest, and I'm not saying this because you, I'm sick of hearing about it because it's just, it hasn't happened yet, and it's it feels like it should have happened a month and a half ago. But Yeah, there's just no stopped. pressure on New York right now. But no. like I said, that one national TV game shows me all I needed to see. That was really it, and the fact that it's against them. Like, they could have played the Warriors. They're in the Western yeah. Conference. That could, you know, could have Everybody been against the Lakers. Everybody else's game is like, against the Warriors. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's just My, my team will be thing. on, uh, my, my NBA package is going to be almost utterly useless this year. I mean, the, the Celtics are on, I think oh, it's gosh, actually, NBA. this, this, the list that you sent doesn't include NBA TV games. The Celtics have 37 games. Um, if you include NBA TV, wow. I think the Warriors are 50 almost. So, wow. that, that, like, that's like 40 games you actually have to use the uh, pack. Actually, it's in reality, it's like 38 because you get the Knicks and Nets games too that are interesting, uh, regional. So, it's yeah, 30, crazy, but 30 national TV games. I mean, they just know everybody wants to see the Lake or the uh, Warriors. Well, I, the don't the say Lakers. Lakers yeah, no. <laughs> I was gonna say, nobody wants to see like, I don't get why well, they're at 27. If if they get Kyrie and they get rid of Russell Westbrook, then they're a show. I mean, I'll so give this them is that. also basically they're showing assuming. me that they're getting, yeah. They're, yeah they're and honestly, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if you the reason the Celtics, the reason the Celtics have somebody, maybe they think they're getting KD too. I mean, it's, I, that might or, be part well, of I mean, reason. I would have given the Celtics 25 games after last, yeah. after the finals too, because let's not forget, I think it was this finals, like game four or five that pulled the highest ratings in like the past oh, decade yeah. for finals, no, which, and they, which is I think crazy. They play, they play both their games on national TV against them. I think the first one's December 10th. Right before Christmas time, that's going to be an amazing atmosphere. I think it's a, I think that's the one in uh, Golden State, but hell yeah, those every time those two teams play is going to be amazing. Though. Yeah, no, a little no surprised doubt. the the uh, the Clippers got so many. I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, healthy Kawhi, healthy Paul George going into the season. Kind of forgot they were a team, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people did. They didn't a whole season, basically just nothing. You know, neither of those guys really. I mean, Paul George saw the court for what twenty games. Like, yeah, something, something like, that. like that. So it just was, it was kind of underwhelming on both sides of the ball for them. Um, one thing I really thought, one team I thought should have got more, the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, not only were they a playoff team this year, but all of a sudden you're adding Zion Williamson to the mix along with some really nice young guys. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the defensive kid that they just got that was into the on the G League Ignite um, that they just drafted. But they added a like a couple solid pieces to the Pelicans' core. It's actually going to bother me that I don't know his name. It's bothering me too. I'm trying to think. 
I want to go. You know who I'm talking about? I know who you're. I I I have a pretty good idea. Dyson Daniels. Um, they added Dyson Daniels to a team already with Herb Jones and Brandon Ingram. So you're talking about wingspan out the ass. It's really just coming down to if Devontae Graham could run a half competent point guard for that team, they're going to be disgusting. And he's not awful. So, like, I really like the Pelicans. And the fact that they got 11 national TV games, I'm thinking that should have been, like, 14, 15. That should have been almost 20, honestly. They have Zion, and if Zion plays, I mean, who knows if he will. Yeah, but so, like, you, he's you're giving the, the Grizzlies. They come. Exactly, well, you're giving the Grizzlies 18. Well, Grizzlies are because one guy doesn't stop running his mouth on Twitter. So. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> but he's, he, like, he has the same star power as Zion. You know, like Zion probably is eh, more. Zion has a lot more. I'm gonna be because he has the college days that everybody remembers him from. Do you, exactly. Do you so think why the are we Grizz- getting eleven? Yeah. Do you think the Grizzlies get a Christmas game if they don't fight on Twitter? I don't think they do. I, no. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't want to see the Grizzlies on Christmas. Like I know they have John Morant. There's so many more marketable teams. The Pelicans are more marketable than than them. I mean. You know, what do I say? To the, what do I say to the young children when they see John Morant gangbanging on Twitter yeah. after a Christmas Day game? They yeah. just got done opening presents and fucking having dreams of sugar plums dancing in their head. And they have to watch this guy gangbanging in the so-called oh, trenches of Memphis. Memphis. Oh my goodness! I'm already where shaking, Elvis dude. was born. I'm already shaking. Yeah. Like Jesus, enough. Enough is enough. Yeah, I, like, I, that Christmas schedule actually pisses me off when I look at it now and I see the Grizzlies because I'm sorry. Memphis is a great city, I'm sure. Their fan base is great. I'm They're sure. a good team. I have no, I have no reason to believe it's Dolph, not. You know, yeah. like. but I don't want to see them on Christmas when we could be seeing Zion. We could be seeing anybody else, honestly. Yeah, more marketable. We're yeah. seeing the Knicks already. Might as well put Brooklyn up there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, actually, no. <laughs> I think our, I think no, our I game should have been Golden State, Boston on Christmas. Yeah, that would no, have been it absolutely left. should have. I mean, after the the Warriors, Cavs was, you know, when they had their finals, I feel like it w- it's only right. Yeah, it seems like a tradition at this it's point. A, it's just it's all Adam Silver scheming in the background. Yeah, one thing I do want to shout out Adam Silver on, um, the Atlanta Hawks having eight. Let's go. Yeah, definitely Let's a good go. vibe. Nobody's uh, nobody wants to see them right now. After yeah. what Dejounte had a bad off season where he looks like a bad guy now. Uh, yeah, Trey Young is still Trey Young. Everybody's turned on him, and yeah. no, like everybody, like I don't know if it's just Knicks fans that don't like Trey Young, but I feel like I, I've never heard anybody be like, "Yo, Trey Young's a dog." I'm in between. Bro. I'm in between like, on him. I don't. I liked him at Oklahoma. He was re- he was amazing at Oklahoma, but now I'm like a. He's, he's I didn't even like him before the playoffs, like two years yeah. ago. I, I was never like a massive Trey Young guy. Like he's an easy it was guy to hate. Like, he certainly yeah. is an easy guy to hate. He's yeah. He just you know he looks like mm, well, like I, I would just yeah. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I've always been Luca. Like from that draft class, you know, I'm taking Luca ten times out of ten and twice on Sundays. So like, well, it is. What they it were is. traded for each other very exactly. Uh, I don't know why the Hawks still idiots on Twitter. Yeah, there's still idiots on Twitter saying that, you know, that's a, a good deal or an even deal. Like, get out of here. It's not an even deal. That was never an even deal, to be honest with you. From the beginning, I think we all knew Luca was going to be better. But, yeah, I think that's good that the Hawks didn't get that many, honestly. The city of – it's so weird. I was born in Georgia, and I'm a Georgia sports fan with their college. I hate the city of Atlanta, man. Their fans are assholes. They are yeah. so annoying. Like, like – Every time a Met would do something, they'd be calling it lucky. And then they win lucky games like yesterday. Like, And now you got Hawks fans. They're defending DeJounte Murray being a 
not a I won't say the word, but he's been a real asshole on Twitter. Yeah, to, uh, it's just a like, rookie like who hasn't done anything yet. Like to a rookie and then to like guys with literal fucking like five to nine jobs. Yeah, you and know? he's acting like, like he crossed up LeBron. Like, get out of the first round and talk to me this year, okay? Yeah, no, nah, like this this guy literally. Yeah, said you know that. what? Get the eight seed. Get the, get out of the play in, and then you can talk. This guy literally said that he goes from playing basketball to mm-hmm. like his job at like you know some like Burger King type right. shit. And, like I think I fle- saw that. Shante Murray, you're flexing on on the, him. Yeah, like, that I saw that tweet actually. He goes like you're proud of that. After, like yeah. all right, bro. The guy's also like a college student, so he like he's right. going from playing at LA Fitness to like you know. <laughs> Going to fucking a restaurant and then going to community college classes and Dejounte Murray oh, feels yeah. the need to flex on him. Like, cool. You deserve maybe even. I'll switch you with the Cavs and put them on national TV three more times. You know, you deserve five national TV games after that. Yeah. Truthfully, I, are are the NBA is the NBA stop trying to expand country to country because the Raptors have four. Yeah, the Raptors no, they are kind of They used to get I mean, a bunch. Even when they weren't good, they used to get a bunch just because it's Canada. Actually, like, you're trying to expand. But the Raptors year, got a decent squad. I can't they even do. lie. They could get... Like, you could put every game they play against the Warriors. I mean, we say every game against the Warrior, Warriors, but, like, the RSNs, the regional sports networks in California don't want that because they still want some games. But yeah. you could get every game against Celt- the Celtics, Warriors. Even when they play the Sixers, you could put them on. They could definitely scrape out a few more... National I think, yeah, I think the Cavs and Raptors deserve Cavs a Cavs need more. to prove. Cavs need to prove. Bro, I think year. Darius Garland is, is awesome are. to watch. I think they're going to be amazing. I think they'll be a top six seed. In, in, they're not going to be in the play-in anymore, I don't think. No. In the East. Not anymore. Well, they're going to they're gonna have Colin Sexton back now. So, oh, yeah. you know, you're, you're running two-guard play, and they also have Ricky Rubio, who's now going to And like, they have Mo- Evan Mobley, who's an amazing player. Yeah, they've got Jared Allen still, too. They're yeah. fantastic. They have a great Yep. Race. Um, anybody else that we're the only really, team I mean, that sticks out to me is the Lakers, just because they missed the playoffs. But we all know why they're on there. They know they're getting Kyrie. They they've got LeBron. They're gonna be a great team again. I have no. Everything's I, gonna work LeBron's way. So yeah, yeah, it always does. It Still always love seems, you, LeBron. Yeah. Um, the Pistons having one is kind of whack to me. You they just give the number, no like, respect you just, to him. You have Cade Cunningham, and now you have obviously like so many off-season additions. Um, you know one, what sticks out like, to me? Let's let's give him a chance here. I don't know. Chet, Chet has won. Oklahoma. The City. Thunder just blatantly tank, though. That's the yeah, thing. but I think but that's Chet why we're not probably... rewarding a team that like they sat fucking SGA the whole second yeah. half. They sat Josh Giddy too, just because like yeah. they wanted to lose for Chet. But but like, to be fair, so Chet obvious. is like Chet was like the marketable star of this draft, and he has one national TV game. Very odd. Yeah. Maybe two or three of you give him so everybody could see him a couple times. I'm mean, gonna be fair. I think NBA is the only one where I think most fans buy the net buy the league pass anyway. Mm-hmm. I know I, I do. So I, I I don't know what everybody else does, but I have a feeling a lot of people buy it. Cause like in the NBA you buy eighty games, two hundred dollars for buying really forty five, fifty games every year if you're a great team like the Celtics or if you're a Oklahoma City fan, Knicks, you get yeah. yeah, no. You get seven well, you get every game. Anyway, asshole, you live in the area. <laughs> yeah. I don't live in the area of my team. That's why I have to buy it. But I know that it's such a national sport that that happens. So, mm-hmm. so NBA one, makes their money. one thing I'm thinking, though, like if we're going to be giving these teams other games, we got to be pulling these games from somewhere, you know? So who, what team we're deducting from the, the Lakers, right? I'm deducting from the Lakers, Suns, and Mavs. 
Those three teams yeah. would lose games. And Miami would gain them, too. Lakers, Suns. Miami's still Miami. I mean. Mavericks, maybe. I'm taking three off the Suns, two off the Mavs. I'm taking I'm cutting Memphis two off half. the Nets. I'm cutting the Memphis in half. I don't want to really? see Memphis. You want to see only nine games? Maybe I got to give him 12. Maybe. I got to give him 12. Just because I they guess. have Ja. I, but then again, I also want the Pelicans to have 13 or 14. Yeah. So, like, I want them both right there. I would cut the Knicks down to, like, one, you know. All right. I'm oh, kidding. All right. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep that one as long as it's against the Jazz still, you know. Yeah, as long as it's still one against the Jazz. Um, I give their 30-point comeback they always get against the Celtics on TNT also, like last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. That, that Dude, game one was crazy last year. That was, that was awesome. But, yeah, otherwise, I mean – yeah, really not much. You look oh, yeah. at the Houston Rockets, they're like, they got one, they're like a case could be made for them as well. They got young guys. They just added mm -hmm. Jabari Smith now, obviously. And like Jalen Green, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, I think it's all a marketing strategy to be fair. I think they give the young guys none so that you have to buy League Pass if you want to see them. And it's smart. Don't get me wrong. I think that's Yeah, because they know the real basketball fans yeah, want to see buy the rookies it. and they're like, they'll yeah. buy it. And they have a package where if you buy NBA League Pass, you get Red Zone. That's what I do. And hey, nothing's better than NFL Red Zone on a Sunday. That's so. a fact. That is a fact. I have DirecTV, so I, I get it along in there. League ticket, don't you? Yeah, Sunday ticket. NFL Sunday ticket. It's you don't even need it, fantastic. though. You live in the region. Well, I get you to, watch to watch everything else. You have to watch your Giants else. at uh, I'll, Dude, I'll be sitting at home bored on like, you know, at like 2 o'clock and I'll just fucking throw on like the Raiders fucking playing oh, Minnesota. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, vibes. Like I'm in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. We lit. Yeah, and then you have or, to sit through the Giants game at 4 and then. Exactly. The yeah, the Giants are the most painful part of my Sunday, you know? So <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Um. All right. I don't I don't think that's. Uh, no, I think really that's much enough uh, NBA talk there. For the NBA. So, yeah. All right. Heading over to the baseball field. Let's talk Mets. Let's talk Yanks because things are just uh, not good. That yeah, was not good this week. It ain't looking good, Chief. No. It ain't looking good. It was not fun. <laughs> um, all right. So talk to me about the Mets. Like, what can we do heading into this series against the Phillies now? Because it, like you said, it's a little bit of a gauntlet almost of Braves, Phillies, Yanks. And you guys are on the road for all three. So, yeah. It's, this is the real test right here. And, you yeah. know, folding against the Braves in those few games is not what you want to see from the Mets no. side of things. No, yesterday felt like a game. If they would have won that game, they would have gone into this series with a lot of confidence winning the last two against Atlanta. They lost. It's a bad loss, too, because of the way they lost. Mm -hmm. But um, you go to Philly, really going to probably be the most stressful series of the season because they have no Max, no Jake, no Carrasco, Bassett, Trevor Williams, David Peterson, and then probably a prospect that has to come up and pitch. So it's going to be stressful pitching-wise, which is not <clears throat> not something we're used to. Yeah. So. it's And, I mean, last night, after losing with DeGrom on the mound, it's almost like, what do we know anymore? You know, yeah. like, it's especially seeing him come out in the sixth inning. Like, it's like, wait a minute, he's not... He's not giving me eight, you know, like well, it's... He, he had two outs in the seventh. He needed to get one out and. Oh, he didn't come out in the sixth. I could have no, sworn he, he came he... out in the sixth. Maybe no, that, that was, maybe that was just before. Oh, okay. I apologize. Yeah, they, he needed to get one more out. He had 93 pitches. Buck took him out. And I blame Buck for that because I get, I get we're putting him on a pitch count here, but got to win these games. If he had thrown five more pitches, is his arm going to fall off? I doubt it. He needed yeah. to get a rookie out. I think he could have done it. So, yeah, I mean, hey. I can't 
I can't be too uh, too mad with Jacob DeGrom because on the other side of things, I'm looking at my number number two starter, Frankie Montas, and um, Jordan Montgomery trade is looking real rough right now. I just want to not impressive. Out. I mean, yeah, they yeah, it is. It really is. Which is like I never thought of Jordan Montgomery as like a coveted asset, but I guess now when you have Frankie, who you know, they left him out just to give him the, the quality start of six innings. Like that was. Mm-hmm. That was it. He didn't deserve to go six innings. Yeah. Because, I mean, going six innings of, you know, fucking six-run baseball, like, what are you doing yeah. for me, Frank? Like, that is not a number two starter type of guy. Coming out with, two like, two strikeouts is just not not enough against a Blue Jays team. No, it's not. That You should be getting five, six on relatively yeah. easily. He look, I mean... It- the the pitcher the winning pitcher had a 530 ERA and he was clearly the better pitcher. Like those types of things can't happen for the Yankees right now. They are just going through. I mean, and Jose Barrios isn't isn't you know blowing me away this season. Not good. He's not good this year. And didn't they bring Kukuchi in out of the bullpen? Um, let me check. I think right they now. did. They did. Yeah, for one inning. Yeah, they've got their highest paid player of the offseason, I believe. You say Kukuchi comes out of the bullpen and blows you away in a nine to what nine to three was the final score nine two nine two it's nine two for the yankees it's everything that can go wrong is going wrong right now i they are so lucky they won that game the other night on the walk-off grand slam or else we would be probably having a different conversation last night like my brother says to me he's like oh i can't believe the yankees just stink like this and i was like you know if it if we came out the night that we had won off that grand slam two nights ago if we had came out and we had won you know because we were hitting the ball we were stringing together offense then like yeah maybe i would have been convinced but the fact that we're getting lucky on you know late grand slams is just not that's not a recipe for you know yeah, good I, baseball longevity wise yeah, not i also MLB. yeah i also want to blame uh the yankee fan base for saying we're back after one game that's not how it works john Boyd you win one game yeah. you that win was... one game you do not. You are not back. I don't care how you, you won that game because you got lucky. Plain yeah. and simple. I don't like to talk about luck very often. You got. They got as lucky as you could get because I don't know who was pitching for the for the Rays, but they were throwing ducks over the middle of the plate, and Josh Donaldson had to go opposite field in a little league ballpark for you to win the game. I mean, that's that's about lucky. That's being lucky. So I mean, it's unfortunately, just, it's the that's same not guy how this showing up. game works. You yeah, know, it's it, the same guy showing up night in and night out. Like, and, DJ shows up. Anthony Rizzo constantly shows yeah. up. And Josh Donaldson has gotten a hit the past yeah. three nights. So, like, I'll give yeah. him that. He's played better. But as far as Glaber Torres doing nothing, yeah. I mean, absolutely nothing. And then mm-hmm. Trevino's coming back down to earth. He's, you know, still getting, he's batting, I think, like 250 since the All-Star break. So, like, you know, not awful, but not what you want to see. Nobody expected yeah. him to have that first half that he did. But the real kicker for me is Andrew Benintendi. Your deadline acquirement just consistently putting up donuts yeah. in, in the hit column. I, I'm going to be honest with you. That trade it only made sense if he was a top of the lineup guy because he has hit for average in his season. He's a soft contact guy who's just not finding holes right now. So it, it hasn't made sense for them. And oh, another thing is when you win a game like that, that's great. What ha- what matters is what you do next, right? Where do you go from here? You when you have an energy shifting win like that, you got to come out the next day and show it. Instead, they flatlined and got their asses kicked, and we're down five nothing after the first inning. Those yep. types of things show that maybe you're not that good of a team or you're not as good as you think you are. 
So they've kind of proven that over the past two weeks that they're not that historic 100-win team. They might not even win 100 games to keep playing this way. And they were talking so, about 120. Like, yeah. that was insane. You want to know who's going to win 120? Go look at the Dodgers right now. They're going to win about 110, 115. That's probably going to be the most. The games. Mets might scrape 100 wins out. The Braves might get 98. They're going to be, like, the fourth best, fifth best team in the league. So that's what they, they need I to I still think 100 games that. is tangible. No, it, it definitely is. But if they keep playing like this, it's not. It's not, not. If you go not into September... Because they don't have an easy schedule coming up. They got to play the Mets for two games, and that might yeah, flatline no. their offense even worse. So. The only thing that, like, is keeping me thinking that we can win 100 games is the fact that everybody comes back in, like, a week and a half. That's really the only thing keeping me going. The week of, like, the 26th is when, like, we get Bader back, we get Carpenter back, Stanton's And you play Oakland. Back. So. so, yeah, we that should be a get-right series. Um, I have real beef with Aaron Boone for his love for Albert Abreu, too, dude. Like, it's really pissing me off because yeah. Ron Marinaccio is sitting right there in your bullpen and you're throwing Albert Abreu like he's consistently getting shelled every appearance. Like he comes because he has no options, right? He doesn't and, have any options, right? So if he gets sent down, he gets placed. Yes, on waivers, right? That's exactly. like the reason he's been. That's he, and yeah. And they, that, they just keep juggling Ron Marinaccio yeah. and um, that one more guy. I'm just drawing a blank on his name. But, the, like, it's just so irrelevant, the fact that, like, Albert Abreu shouldn't be there. Like, the fact that we have to see him, like, be- just keep him on the bench if that's how you're going to be. Well, no, I, I get why they don't want to lose him. They don't want to send him down because they don't want to lose him. That makes sense. But if he's not valuable to your team, if you're playing badly, if he's playing badly, then Get him off the team. Like, with him going on waivers, nobody will pick him up if he's that bad. Like, so I don't know. that They've been running their team a lot like a, a small market team, but their bullpens ran like a very small market bullpen. I mean, they've got nameless guys, and they've got holding guys because of options. I mean, that's, that's some things that, like, the Pirates have to do because they have no money, right? Like, they don't want to pay multiple yeah. guys to not play for them. But in yeah, this situation... So. Just they're they've been stressfully bad, I'm sure, and I couldn't imagine being a fan of them right now. Yeah, yeah, no. So Antonio says the Yankees lost seven straight games in 2000, barely made the wild card and won the World Series. Baseball is just a hit away from a team being hot or cold. The thing is, that was I, a different team. That's a totally different team, and I'm not trusting. Like I would put my life on the on the line for Joe Torre. Like. I do not have any trust in Aaron Boone to pull those same strings and push buttons the way that Joe Torre did for that early Yankees team. I just, I, I can't see it. And especially with these Albert Abreu moves, with these moves of Andrew Benintendi, like batting in the six hole, it just doesn't make sense to me right now. Like Aaron Boone looks like a coach lost and he comes into these press mm-hmm. conferences with no confidence. He almost says it too he says oh we're just you know we're in a hole you know this is where like good teams are tested and it's sure you're getting tested but you're also not putting them in the best situation to succeed yeah it just it doesn't make sense to me and i i do think that the yankees still can make a postseason run for sure well, yeah when severino's but- back and you're looking at a one two three of Cole Severino Montas like I don't well, mind that I don't but hate the, it but I don't com- love it yeah the comparison to that team is not even applicable because that team had what was Andy Pettit Roger, Andy Pettit, right Roger Clemens, uh, Roger Clemens was on that, team. that was the team that, that beat team. the Mets like, so they had yeah. a, a stellar rotation now you've got to play a best two out of a best two out of three series probably against the White Sox if you f- keep falling like this 
They've got two of the best pitchers. They got Dylan Cease, who can light up anybody. And if Lucas Giolito just gets the slightest bit of a run in him before the end of the season, he's almost untouchable too. So you're you're playing with fire right now because the Astros aren't going anywhere. And if Astros you let, going it's going to be very tough for them to uh, fall out of that two spot because that their their division is going to be the two spot. So they're very lucky in that sense. But if you got to play a series against Chicago, somebody with good pitching, that's it's going to be tough. I, yeah, I don't know. Nah, it's it's just like our it's it's getting to a point, and like that team also had Mariano Rivera. Yeah, thank you very much. Like, I also don't want to see Seattle in the playoffs this time. I don't want to see Seattle in the playoffs either right now. And I mean. I, it just like it still just doesn't make sense to me. Like last night, you could have thrown Jonathan Lewisaga instead of Albert Abreu. Why not? Why well, not? What was the score at this point? Five to two. The score at this point was yeah five two. And yeah. Albert Abreu comes in, gives up two more runs. Then three Lucas runs Lickie, shouldn't feel like a death sentence. For three runs, Lucas Licky gives up one. It just it doesn't. You know, and like oh, it's just it's so frustrating when you have guys on the IL the way that the Yankees do sitting here with Michael King done for the season you know Miguel Castro who was pitching pretty pretty well for the Yankees done for the season I mean Zach Britton and Chad Green obviously done for the season as well like it just it blows Clay Holmes you're hoping to get him back for the Mets series maybe yeah but even if he comes back he's been terrible yeah, he hasn't been great. Like, Aroldis Chapman's been better since the All-Star yeah. break. So, it's just like, what do we have to look forward to right now? I just, I, I'm questioning. And, and Stanton's about a week away. That's yeah. that's a big part of the offense. A lot of you people think, like to shit on Stanton, but, but he's a major, major piece. And the fact that he isn't just hitting home runs this season was massive, and they lost that. So I don't know. That, that Yankees-Mets series, that's not a series I would bring Stanton back for. You're, he's going to have total shot confidence if he comes back. And he's facing Jake and Max. I mean, I he's, not, he's never hit like, them in his get, career. Never? So, Do we have statistics on that? I think that DeGrom, can... he's about a 230 hitter against, which, hey, against DeGrom's pretty good. I don't think he's ever hit Max. I, you can pull up the stats if we can after we huh. picks or something. But yeah, I know that, I mean, to be fair, he's not the only one. Nobody hits those two. But, like, I don't know if I'd bring him yeah. back unhealthy against those two because they will make him look like a fool. So. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's Giancarlo Stan. If he comes back and you're just keeping him on the bench, like, I don't know what to what to tell you. But, I mean, so here's a game where Giancarlo Stanton, it's July 23rd, 2020. He goes two for three with one home run and three RBIs off of Max Scherzer. There you go. So, yeah, I'm looking at the, the things right now. Uh, he looks has like he's one... a few hits against. Actually, it looks like he's a pretty decent line against Scherzer, but I, yeah, I'm not sure what not, it is. It's not horrendous. I, I I don't see an average here, but I'm on I'm stab looking. use. So. 225. He's a 225 hitter. Okay, so honestly, like I'm taking my chances. I'm I'm putting him in the lineup before I'm putting sure. you know if I'm no, putting yeah, Esteban no. Florial in there against Max Scherzer. Like the they faced each other a lot. Well, they yeah, Stan, don't other. forget he was on he was on the Marlins as well. And yeah, they've had to face other very. They up. had all those division games of playing Washington. So, all right, I got we're we're gonna keep talking uh talking baseball because we got some picks here. Yeah, we got some picks to do. I do have speaking of like the Yankees, you know, AL East, all this going on right now. The Rays are right on, not right on our tail, but you know they're rolling again. The Rays are looking like a. a more solid team than we thought after the all-star break and it's giving not pressure to the yankees but you can't keep having weeks like this so tonight um 
it's just no reason not to stick with the Rays in terms of money. They're playing the Royals. Um, they're coming in. Um, minus obviously 1.5 on the run line, but being at plus 110 plus money for that, I'm going to take that one all night long. I'm going to drop a unit on that. Um, so raise minus one and a half against the Royals. That is at 7:10 p.m. tonight for plus 110 on the odds. I like it. I'm going to stick in the division. I don't know if we were waiting to do the Yankee game, but I'm going to stick with the uh, George. I'm going with the okay. uh, Toronto. George Springer two Eight. plus bases. I mean, he what, what was it? He four for four last night. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to yeah. keep that going against the I mean, he got Iron. thrown a cheeseburger from Albert Abreu, dude. Listen, it's man. It's not fair. Listen, man. I have no faith in Tyone as a starter for, for the Yankees. I don't so either. I two don't bases either. for George Springer. Give me that. Yeah. So, plus 110 on that. George Springer, two bases. Man. I, I mean, plus these plus money picks, I don't know. I'm yeah, liking one, them a lot. That one feels good. <laughs> it does. It does feel good, and I'm not happy that it feels good. But, all right, I got, I got one from the Mets game. Oh, and no. I'm coming. I'm coming for all of it. Oh, no. And I got the clip on Play deck. It. I don't know if you're ready, but I'm taking one man to give me two bags, and it's this man right here. Here he is, Danny Vogelback. He just got out of the deli. He had a nice couple sandwiches, and now he's strolling up to the plate. Let's see what he does here. Let's go, Dan. Ah, he's upset with that call. He said, ah, fuck, I'm starving. Somebody get me a sandwich, huh? Shit. Fucking don't on anything. Stop. So thank you to that TikTok user for that amazing. Yes. Amazing. Cover. Amazing clip. Um, that is. And that's the man we're riding into the sun tonight. We are taking Danny Vogel back. Yeah. Clips need to become a more uh, popular thing on this show. That was <laughs> that is, was hilarious. <laughs> he is starving. Yeah. And he's starving for two bags tonight. Plus 175. We are taking that one home. Off of Aaron Nola. I'm going to stay on that game. I got the Mets money line. If they're going to win a game in this series, it's got to start tonight. They have The pitching matchups are going to be rough after this. So they need to win tonight. Bassett's been pretty damn good since uh, pretty much since June. So uh, I love Bassett. I think a one, two, three of him and the other two. Best in baseball. I just need him. I just need this lineup to stay healthy and ride off. I, I'm not worried about anybody catching up to us we can Al, if we don't make the if we don't win the division i'll be bro- broken uh, it will sweep a team in the wild card so i don't i don't mind but i'm the mets have been amazing this year and i think they settle it in tonight mets money line bang mets money line all right oh, yeah. you you heard it here first folks i got one more pick for you and yeah, um this is coming i got the reds pirates game obviously you know you guys are probably like what the hell like just a stick. massive game honestly you know just it's really you know I'm surprised could, we were talking it, national TV. Dude, like, come could, on. Did, but this could shift the way that baseball goes for generations, how this yeah. game goes. No, seriously. This you is, never know. You know. If there's a perfect game thrown, that could happen. The stories will be told <laughs> of, of tonight's Reds-Pirates yeah. game. So with that being said, we are going to be taking the over eight runs because the starter for the Pirates is coming in with a 5-9 ERA. Right. Yeah. Starter for the Reds coming in with a three Ashcraft. ERA. Ashcraft. It sounds yeah. a lot like ass crack, I won't lie. Yeah, so we're expecting him to be some ass crack. Well, tonight. yeah. And we're it's gonna be a hit fest. Hopefully these guys I mean, the sad part, the only thing that's like getting me right now is the fact that like, yeah, both of these pitchers stink, but then again, these are also little league <laughs> lineups, little lineups coming up stink to the plate. To, yeah, did you hear I I don't know if you heard Joey Votto's season ending. Surgery. Very oh upsetting. man, that's Sucks. that stinks. Yeah, but, but that you'll I'm get still, your runs. Yeah, yeah, I'm still taking my uh, 
my my runs. So yeah, over eight sure. runs tonight, um, that seems relatively easy. I mean, yeah. we've seen a lot of high-scoring games, especially in the National League as of yeah. late. That Cardinals-Rocky series was putting up, like, you know, oh, 10 yeah. runs on the reg. That Mets-Braves, obviously. Yeah, yesterday there was um, uh, four games that included a team that scored double digits, including 21 runs by the Astros. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the Reds are just sad, though. I mean, you yeah. look at their, like, even I'm on Bleacher Report right now. And you look at their batting leaders, and it's still just Brandon Drury. <laughs> like, in yeah. every category. Yeah, that's like, how that goes sometimes. Yeah, Trade wow. deadline's always uh, – because I think if you go to the uh, Nationals, their uh, leader in home runs, batting average, RBIs, are both Josh Bell and Juan yeah. Soto. So, you hate yeah. to see it. I, you do you hate, hate to see it. it. I got one but more. Hit me. I got one more. A little par- it's a You can parlay them if you want. But they're both the same game. Probably the best series of the weekend. I need this Astros team to go off tonight. I think it starts tonight. I've got Houston money line over the Braves. Astros, obviously. Um, Lance McCullers over five and a half. He's he's a nice pitcher. The Braves strike out like crazy, so nothing gets, there. If he gets that 12-6, and be long you had Vogie. You had Vogie on your Vogie special Ogie. player prop. I am going to have Bregman to get two to, two plus bases tonight, so... Uh, Okay. I'm see what those are. Put Two guys, both of uh, you know, very above average physique. Some would say meaty, if if you want to say it that oh, way. Oh, okay, all right. Plus five fifty-five for Houston money line. Lance McCullers over five and a half strikeouts, and Alex Bredman over two bases at plus five fifty-five. That's what Ooh, I got. So a little parlay action going on juicy. over there. Okay, okay, I like it. And uh, one thing that I I just cannot stress enough. Is just my my favorite pick of the night, and that's just Daniel Vogelback. So before we go, I'm just gonna run it back one more time. One more, in case, one more time. In case anybody didn't catch it, um, my pick for tonight, Danny Vogelback. Danny Vogelback. Two bags plus 175, hitting off of Aaron Nola, and here is why. Here he is, Danny Vogelback. He just got out of the deli. He had a nice couple sandwiches. And now he's strolling up to the plate. Let's see what he does here. Let's go, Dan. Ah, he's upset with that call. He said, ah, fuck, I'm starving. Somebody get me a sandwich, huh? Shit. Fucking don't on anything. Starving. So, That's amazing. again, it's just, yeah. TikTok is art. It's art. It is. I don't know what I would do without that in my life. But I I, I just know that I have Danny Vogel. You'd enjoy it less, that's for sure. Yeah, that would, yeah, life would be, you know, my quality of life would definitely be down in the dumps. But, yeah, my pick for tonight, Danny Vogelback. Hell you yeah. heard it. I but like it. I think that's going to uh, wrap us up for today. Um, we're going to be back, obviously, talking some football very soon. We're getting there. I know we're kind of like, yeah. It's just not, we're not going to be betting too much on preseason. No. I, I don't I don't think that's. No. That's we're getting our, there. Uh, I know we'll people are very college like. football maybe yeah. next episode. We could, uh, you know, start dabbling. But, you know, it's just. It's right there. I could taste it. Yeah, if it's like that little break in between. You're just waiting on football. I know. I'm very excited for football. I know everybody's waiting on it. They're yep. sick of hearing about national TV games. They want to hear about football. I get it. I get it. We're I getting there. We're getting, We're getting, getting there. there. Just stick with us. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This has been Moneyline Madness, episode 43, and we will catch you with the next one. 43. Hold on. This was 63. Oh, 43. Wow. This yeah. 63. Sorry. Jesus. I was looking at, uh, I was looking at the timer here. Uh, episode 63. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 20, 20 whole episodes long. Yeah, you were short. But, yeah, a little yeah, bit. My bad. My yeah. bad. That's on me. <laughs> but episode 63, thank you very much for tapping in. We will catch you later.
Let's go Mets.